Tundra Talk is back. It's been a long, long summer. Too We've long. Been grinding. Um, we're back. We're gonna hit these episodes every week. We're gonna get them out. Packers are playing. Badgers are playing. Brewers are coming up. They're making a playoff push here. Um, three spots out of the wild card, or three games out of the wild card right now. Bucks um, players are playing in the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, we had a great podcast today. Um, we we talked about we went we went the Bucks off season. Then we went to uh, Brewers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that right? We covered the Brewers, talked about the the disappointments, the highs, the lows, um, pitching problems. And then we went to Badger football, Jonathan Taylor, Jack Cohn, uh, just a, our outlook on the Badger season coming up here. Um, and then we got the Green Bay Packers coming up, and we spent a large chunk of time covering the 53-man roster. And, and over uh, the backup quarterback battle, um, different stuff, so... All these other stuff. The uh, Packers are opening up their season this Thursday here. Um, so Riley and I, Riley and I picked our game changers. Who we think is going to be a game changer for game one, and we'll do that for each of the weeks. We'll pick one and we'll talk about it, stuff like that. So every week. So this fall, you can expect our podcast coming out every Sunday night at, at eight o'clock. Um, that's when we'll drop it. Uh, if you haven't followed us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, even YouTube. Uh, everything is at Bruce City Boys. No spaces. Doesn't matter. Capitalization. Uh, that doesn't. That's irrelevant. We post um, content daily on those. We too. got a YouTube channel. Um, we got a YouTube channel. Uh, all you got to do is type in Bruce City Boys. We uh, we post our hype videos there. Our Aaron Rodgers. We put a Bucks playoff video. Brewers make the playoffs. I don't see why we can't be making a video there. Hopefully, mm-hmm. eventually, we'll be putting our podcasts up on YouTube as well. Um, we will be getting uh, merch. We got new merch coming soon. Um, yep. We have merch up on the store already if you guys want to yeah, buy Yeah, it's already so. up on the store. Dom, tell them where we find the merch in the store. You can find the merch on, I believe it's, oh, God. <laughs> you find it on, like, the little shopping cart thing, right? Uh, yeah. You go up, yeah. there's a little shopping cart right, right up on our website. Where's our, What's our website called, Dom? BruceCityBoys.com. Just That's type it right. in. It'll be the first thing that pops up in on Google. Just w- go to w- Google. Or if you aren't into URLs, pop it up into your little Google search bar. Just type in Brew City Boys. We'll be there right up on the top. Mm-hmm. Group of pals passionate about the state of Wisconsin and its sports scene. Loving yep. it. Loving it. And if you're really into it, Go down, scroll to the very bottom of our page, and go ahead and type in your email to our subscriber list, and you will never miss an article, a podcast, or a new merch drop. Always handing out the new uh, the new merch. Yep. Um, we, we post articles the about the Packers, everything else. So Everything, all right? So we're going to get out of here. Great podcast coming up. Go ahead and listen to it. Uh, listen to it. Tell, let us know what you think. Go on our Twitter. Go on our Instagram. Go on our Facebook. Drop your comments. Share it with a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, let your even critiques. Know that we're like, yeah. yeah, any critiques. We we're always open for getting better, and so we're always improving every time we do one. So yeah, Good. recommend us to a friend. Uh, we're gonna. Ha- we could even have some giveaways here if we start getting this mm-hmm. thing rolling again. We're back. You guys, falls here. We're ready to get going. You guys want any? If you guys want us to have a guest on, we're we're gonna we're working on trying to get a guest on, possibly a Packer player. We're seeing what we can do. Um, if you guys have any connections, anything, literally, just hook, let us know, and we'll try to do it. We can. So yeah. All right. So we're gonna get out of here now. Um, leave us the like, subscribe, do everything you gotta do. 
we're hopefully going to be on Spotify soon. All right. Share the podcast. Share Share it to your mom, your dad, your dog, everyone. All right. Tell everyone you know. That's what we want to hear. All right. So we're going to get out. We're going to drop the hook. And we're going to be back next week. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Tundra Talk Episode 8. It's September 1st, 2019, and it has been quite the absence for us. How are we doing, Dom? Doing all right. Summer's been good. How are you? It's been a long summer, but it's over, <laughs> and football is finally back. God right. bless, dude. God it's been bless. way too long of an off season. But be- before we get there, um, we're going to uh, let's just jump into some of the less exciting sports. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Milwaukee Bucks off season. It's been all right. Yeah, they got some key players in the summer. Uh, added Kyle Korver, good shooter. I think that I think he's definitely going to help spread the floor with Giannis. I don't know. Um, kept George Hill. I mean, kept George Hill's huge. Lost uh, Malcolm Brogdon, the president. Lost Brogdaddy. Did um, lose Brogdaddy. That was quite the disappointment. Uh, did hated to see that. You know, rookie of the year, see him go, and, especially and to really- Indiana. Like. I- yeah, and I really thought he was going to stay because Chris Middleton, when we saw the Chris Middleton contract come out, it's we saw that he took like I think what was it, 14 million less? I think it was 17. Yeah, and I was like I was like, "Right, he's going to stay, dude." Like they're literally planning to keep him. And then we get a notification like 2 hours later he signed with the Pacers. Yeah. So I was kind of broken by that, to be it quite was, honest. It was devastating. Uh they didn't release Pat Connaughton, our guy. Um, that's our boy. So, Planet that's our Pat, boy. Baby. Um uh, who's the acquisition from the Kings? Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Frank Frank Mason. Frank I do. Mason. That's a good play. Um, the, I like Frank Mason. The Dragon. Oh, yes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, they got. I think they filled out. I think they're at their full twenty. Um, mm-hmm. the twenty caps, so they can't pick up or release unless they release some players. But they can't pick up anymore. Um, yeah. But right now, uh, the I mean, training camp's going to start here pretty end of soon. this month, early yeah. October, and then the preseason goes through October. Because I always, I always remember that the season would start, like, when we were in high school, it would start, like, the first week of high school. It, like, comes actually pretty fast. Or am I wrong about that? You're wrong. Am it's, I wrong? It's, the preseason's oh. in October, and the first oh. week of the season's in November. <laughs> well, close enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, but right now, like, uh, without training camp going on right now, it's the FIBA World Cup, and uh, the Bucks got a few players um, out there representing their, their countries, actually. It's not just uh, mm-hmm. the American team. Yeah, um, we got Money Middleton, Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton's out there uh, playing for Team USA, along with Brooke Lopez. Yes, dude. Brooke Lopez has been, like, a staple for the U.S. Did you see that freaking video of him, like, getting praised by the Australian yeah. I don't know why he's a staple for the U.S. Like, uh, or I mean, a staple for the Australians. They're celebrating him. I know like, he was getting MVP chance. He was legitimately getting MVP chance. Brooke Lopez, and Giannis like, isn't even getting MVP chance. They call and he's him playing the for Chancellor. Chase. They call him I the know, Chancellor dude. of uh, or the Prime Minister. I don't know which one. <laughs> Chancellor know, of Australia, dude. Prime Minister of Australia. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. I don't like know what's every, going on. <laughs> every time they every time they pointed to him on the scoreboard, you just hear you just hear ah! 
like everybody's uh-huh. screaming. I was like, this is the greatest thing yeah, ever. And then, fantastic. and then he's, and then Coach Popovich, uh, Greg Popovich, told him to come in, and Brook Lopez was like laughing, saying no. And he goes to the scores table, and everybody gets on their feet and chants MVP. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Yeah, it was ridiculous. That was awesome, though. Uh, then we got Giannis over playing for Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just dominant. He's had a few scares actually for me, though. Um, yeah, like he's landed weird on a few plays. Like he had a block. He had a block today, and he landed kind of weird. But like he landed fine. It just looked weird. And I was like, oh, for the love of God, please do not get injured. Well, and one of his teammates, his name's Giannis too. So like. Uh, I saw this headline being like, really? like Giannis Ashluko, like or something like that. <laughs> and it's like uh, Giannis Ashluko has torn his ACL, and I almost threw up. Oh my like, god! I was like in the FIBA World Cup, Greece's blank. And I was like, oh my, yeah, dude, no I don't, way! I don't know what I would have done if I saw that. It was a subtle heart attack that I had. I know. Yeah, I would have lost it. But no, Giannis. Giannis is playing very well for Greece. He said that winning a Greece. World Cup would mean more to him than an MVP. Yeah, and he's got to watch his mouth. That's going. Yeah. That's crossing the line for me. <laughs> <laughs> that MVP season meant everything for me, and I don't think it I meant everything. Not just for us, for the state, for the, the city. city. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Like, uh, he's he's pushing it there. Um, like uh, he also said in a quote today that there's no ceiling for this Greece team, so I think they can make a pretty good push. I, I, like, I would love to see them against Team USA in the final if they made it. That, if they make it that far, that'd be a great game. Yeah, I th- it'd be fun to see, but I honestly would rather um, have I'd them rather lose. See this. I'd rather see this Greece <laughs> team lose as soon as possible, so our Antetokounmpo boys can rest up and get ready yes. for the season. <laughs> Other acquisition throughout yeah. the summer is Brother Thanasis. I yeah. like that pickup too. Got to build the team chem- team chemistry mm-hmm. there. Now we really just like need it. to get a. Uh, he signed with the did he sign no he got released by the lakers he got released by the lakers just recently but he signed with them this summer um yeah and then uh lastly of course we got turkish thunder our guy ursan over there yeah Yeah, dude that's my boy he just won today they did win today Uh all three uh, so usa won today they beat the czech republic and then greece won today and i think can't let me see who they beat they beat montenegro by 25 and team usa i think won by 27 and then turkey won today as well so all our boys are doing well representing representing um so they're all playing well the worst thing that came out of this uh this FIBA world cup thing for me though was they invited our guy pat (laughs) Connaughton to the camp Knowing that he was going to be the Select best, roster, yeah. the best point guard on that roster, mm-hmm. and they let him go anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. I remember we were talk, we were talking today, and I was like, "Dude, because you told me he made the roster," and I was like, "I was like, I don't think he did." So then I saw it on Instagram, and I texted you, and I was like, "Dude, he didn't make it." And you're just like. How did Ma- Ma- Mason Plumley make it? Yeah, <laughs> and like I agree, but I, he's just there for the height. They need a tall guy, so I'm yeah, guessing Mason. Nobody Plumlee. wants to play. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to. That's the whole other thing. Everybody's counting USA basketball out, and I was like, dude, they still have studs. They had Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, Donovan yeah, but, Mitchell. But like they, they have a lot have of like Justin Anderson, and <laughs> he's the goat. Don't even get me Simba. Going. <laughs> Simba. Simba, yeah. what a beast! But no, so the Bucks off season's been kind of productive, but not too much. 
going on. So yeah. hopefully all those, hopefully our guys keep playing well, and hopefully Giannis this team loses because I don't want him injured. So <laughs> I'm injured. I'd love to see him succeed. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. counting him yeah. out, but I just, like, <laughs> I'm sitting here. If Giannis gets hurt, just mm, succeed going seventy percent, yeah, not a hundred and fifty. Not a hundred the whole time. He's got yeah. his foot on the gas pedal. I know. Um. So up next, uh, we got the probably our least covered sport. Uh, this yeah. summer which doesn't make sense because it's the only sport that was in season um mm-hmm. and it's all like it doesn't mean anything it's like the mlb is long it's tough to cover and uh we've done our best you know we've both had a quite quite a busy summer yeah um and uh, we're but getting back on the grind we're getting be, back on it. yeah it'd be different if uh the brewers were anything but excite like, like <laughs> anything but boring like Literally yeah, the only the... thing to cheer about right now is Christian Yelich. Yelich he's, having, yeah. he's having a great season. He's tied. He hit his 42nd home run today against the Cubs. Uh, mm-hmm. Three-run bomb in the ninth to put it away, which was awesome. It's only that. He's tied with Cody Bellinger and uh, Alonzo and just one run, I mean, one home run behind uh, Mike Trout, uh, who is 43. Um, he leads the entire league, the American League and uh, National League in batting average, and he's like – it's only it's it's September 1st today and he's already hit his career high in home runs which that was long ago I think it was like 36 or 37 mm-hmm. and he has 25 stolen bases you know yeah yeah he's so playing out of his mind I just wish the rest of the team would do the same and he has a statistically um he's having a statistically better season than he did last year you know and he's not yeah he's not gonna win MVP it's probably gonna it's going to be Cody Bellinger which is yeah it's a disappointment but it also has to do with your team success as well and the Brewers just haven't yeah. been having it it's... well I know that Eric Thames has hit like a few like walk-off home runs to win the game like at least from what I've seen like a few weeks ago he hit a walk-off homer I'm pretty yeah. sure to win a game yeah well, but what, what he's been doing that since he's come to Milwaukee though too he's yeah like, true I've been at at least two Eric Thames walk-off games I know mm-hmm. I was there for one for sure because he hit a home run and it Landed on top of the fence and it was just awesome. Place lost its mind. That that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was actually, almost three or four years ago now. Oh um, Jesus! Time flies. Yeah. Uh, I think I one of the like biggest to point things out there though that if you go back to our first podcast, I said I wanted to see Eric Thames on the field more. And you know what's happened? You know what's happened since then. They traded away Jesus Aguilar. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, that's it's. I'm. That's I was. I was kind of. Were you? Were you I'm shocked by that, Ari, or no? I was, I was pretty shocked, shocked by it. Yeah, I was pretty shocked by it. I wasn't expecting it at the time. Just I thought that they were going to of them were hitting keep... that well, but yeah. But now he's going to the Rays, and his career's probably going to die there. To no, be quite honest, because yeah. the Tampa Bay Rays are literally the one of the worst teams in the MLB. <laughs> um, actually, like, actually though, I'm. They're not. Are they um, really? I remember last year, like they, they couldn't were, get people in their stadium. I yeah, was like, oh, they Jesus. were trash last year, but they are. Um, they're eighty and fifty-eight right now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they, they Tampa Bay really Rays fans. I they're apologize. Only, yeah, they're only behind uh, the Yankees. In, oh, uh, Jesus. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah, they they started off the year super hot, um, like unable to slow down it seemed like but then the yankees finally turned their season around because the yankees started off super slow 
Well, has okay. Jesus even like contributed to the winning at all? Or I mean, no? he's just been a, a first a first baseman, you know. First baseman. Yeah. I think he's still hitting like two sixty five or something like that. <laughs> um, but going on to that, like the Brewers are are not out of it yet this season. I'm not I'm not doubting them by any mm-hmm. means because they're they're in third, third in the now. division um, right now in the NL Central, and they're seven games behind the Cardinals, which is uh, – it seems like every time we play the Cardinals, we're unable to hit Get the, the ball, job, period, at, at yeah. all. Like, our pitching's been a problem this whole – like, since the beginning, you know. Mm-hmm. They just designated uh, Je- Jeremy Jeffress to down. I saw that, uh, yeah. And like, you know, what does that mean exactly? I don't really know what that means. Like, uh, so when you get designated for assignment, you're um, – you're taken off the 40 man roster right away and you can either be uh it's i believe it's a seven day period where you can either be either traded or you need to be waived by the end of the period or um i guess oh, okay. back onto the assignment that makes um, sense so i mean he was waived and that's really what's hurt the brewers all season is that they've had all these players that were supposed to be massive role players coming into the season and they just haven't made their contrib- uh, contributions like Hulis Chassin. So Jeffress now, Corbin Burns, um, Travis Shaw has spent the whole last month and a half, two months, maybe even most of the summer for the San Antonio missions right now. And then, of course, they traded uh, Jesus Aguilar. And not having Corey Knable and Brent Suter um, from the beginning of the season hurts just as much in the in the bullpen and just the all-around pitching rotation. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... Uh, it's just frustrating, especially because Sean Aguilar were all stars last year. You know? Yeah, like they can't seem to get a hold. Of, well, they they couldn't seem to get a hold of the ball when they're up here. Um, Shaw's been killing it down in um, San Antonio lately, but you can't bring him up when you have uh, Keston Hiera just killing yeah. it. He's slaying. He was uh, <laughs> he was a uh, NL Rookie of the Month in July, I believe. Oh wow! Um, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, and like he's such a solid second baseman. Um, you hate to like just having these position players. You, it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't you can't put it any other way other than it sucks. Um, so it's not over. There's a full month left of baseball, and last year the Brewers made a great push. And the problem is that, like not the problem, but Shaw was a big part of that push last year. Um, hopefully, like. I have a question Something though. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna make it? That's my question. Make the playoffs. Think with uh, your head, not your heart. I see. I said they. I thought they weren't gonna make it last year, mm-hmm. and they did. And they made a deep, deep push. Um, the September run by Ryan Braun and Travis Shaw was incredible. I think players need to step up. Somebody needs to have a huge last month of uh, the ball season, and mm-hmm. like. Lorenzo Cain yeah, still agree. being hurt. Uh, I, like Eric Dames, monster. I don't. This roster, this roster can do it offensively. Yeah. Um, the it's how you start. It's how you finish. So yeah. I think they can do it. The pitching staff raises a lot of questions because Hater, <clears throat> Hater is has been solid. Yeah, well, I haven't heard. And I haven't really heard a lot about him. But maybe he's just kind of doing what he needs to do. Not having like not having like spectacular games, but maybe just doing what he needs to do. Well, he does what he needs to do. He doesn't give up hits. He gives up home runs. That's, yeah, that's the problem. Uh, I don't remember what the <laughs> statistic was exactly, but he does not allow the ball to come into play. But if somebody makes good contact on the ball, he's given up more home runs than any other closer in the entire league. Um, but he's he's one of the top ones when it, in terms of base hits. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that's that's a killer, you know. And haters are only real closer now. Um, I don't know who they've been using lately, um, but I mean, with Knavel and Jeffress gone, that's uh, exactly who the Brewers lent on last year. Like that's who they needed to close out games. They could, you could come in and use three closers if you needed to, but um, you can't do that now. I know Junior's been playing. Junior Guerra has been playing a pretty big role uh, coming out of the bullpen now, but. Mm-hmm. What can you well, do? Let's hope for the best, I guess. Hoping for the best. Uh, and if <laughs> hopefully I can come back and hit some Brewers baseball games before the season ends because I've only been to a few this year and it's uh something I something I've been craving lately. So Yeah. One more month. Let's see where it gets. Now let's get <laughs> to the good stuff. Our favorite. Football favorite. baby. Football is back. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. The Green Bay Packers are coming up. They are opening up their season on Thursday. But before we even get to that, let's get to the Wisconsin Badgers. Yes. God. God <laughs> love them. They're so good, They dude. came out Friday, and they just smoked. Eviscerated. <laughs> U.S. Southern Florida. It was awesome. I loved every minute of 49 it. 49 to nil. I was forty nine to zero, dude. I loved it. Oh my gosh! You can't you can't ask for anything better, especially out of your your running back. Yeah, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor. Taylor, That guy is a beast. Heisman hopeful. Heisman hopeful. He so coming into the season, what I believe it was, he had forty to one odds. Yeah, because you have guys like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. All oh and Tua all trying to win it, and yeah. they don't even give Jonathan Taylor, who was in the running last. I think he finished third mm-hmm. last year in the running, and they don't even put him high up there. Which I understand. You have a lot of star quarterbacks this year, but come on now, pay your respects. Pay your, pay respects. your respects. Come Jonathan on, Jonathan Taylor's going to win us a national championship. Like my <laughs> words. I'm straight, dude. I promise. He's a beast. He's a freaking motor coming out of the backfield. I know, so. dude. Yeah. He had four touchdowns. Four touchdowns, two receiving, two rushing, 189 total yards. Just to mark that up against their opponent, USF. USF had 157 total yards as a team. (laughs) He single-handedly had 32 more yards than their entire team. Yeah, that was definitely a pay-to-win game. They paid USF money to win that game. Yeah. But I mean, every every big school does that in the first. Oh week. yeah, yeah. I'm not. not no, like, I'm not. Don't even. It. Yeah, don't even give me that. Michigan had <laughs> Middle Tennessee yesterday. This MTSU been like forty-two to three or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but Alabama didn't score in the first quarter. That was an eye opener. <laughs> like that. That was scary. And that who the Alabama play was it Duke. Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to love the yeah. NCAA. Yeah, the NCAA. Michigan played MTSU last night, and they MTSU drew first blood. It was 7 nothing, and I think my heart began to can we talk? Can we talk about Howard for a second? Howard lost 79-0. to zero. To, to uh, Maryland? Is that <laughs> right? Maryland, yeah. <laughs> they lost 79-0. Yeah, that's, that's awful, mm. man. That's so awful. Yeah. but uh, Oh, my God. But no. Yeah, Badgers are looking good to get off started off. Good. Just to finish up what I want to say about Jonathan Taylor, he had 16 touchdowns over the course of the season last year alone. Mm-hmm. 16. 
He had four. <laughs> yeah, he had four in one first game. game. He's already matched twenty five percent of last year's total. That's I know, insane. dude. And it seems like seems like the Badgers finally have like good quarterbacks instead of Alex Hor- Alex Hornibrook? His last name will his <laughs> <laughs> his last name shall not be said again. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, but no, Jack Cohen, uh, Jr. Now he started. I think yeah, Jack Cohen yeah, he's started. A starter. Mm-hmm. He had 199 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, which is always good to see. Always great and, to see, no matter who you're playing. Exactly. And, I mean, each of the touchdowns were to Jonathan Taylor, which is insane. Um, who needs receivers? Uh, but, yeah, he played a good game. Um, the Badgers also, the talk of the town throughout the summer was they got a four-star quarterback, Graham Mertz, I believe. Yes. From, uh, Overland Park, Kansas. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got him this summer, and a lot of the talk was, is he going to start, or is Jack Cohen going to start? Um, apparently, throughout the summer, it was a battle between the both of them. Um, and I guess Paul Chris chose Jack Cohen over, I mean, his experience and his leadership, which I don't which I, I don't entirely knock. I mean, Graham Mertz is obviously highly recruited, and I just didn't, I don't want to see him just get thrown in there, you know? Yeah, he's young, and honestly, you could redshirt him this season and have him for four more. You know? Exactly, yeah. So I think it's a good pick. Hopefully Jack Cohn continues to play well throughout the season. Um, and I honestly, I don't want to see Graham Mertz this year because I want to see him keep developing so he can be a beast and then we can make a deep playoff push in like a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Jack Cohn played well. He, I think he had like a 69, 69.2 QBR, which isn't horrible. But I mean, when you have Jonathan Taylor, you're not yeah. going to throw the ball a whole lot. Yeah, and something I just want to say about that quick is that um, it's not like what I liked about Cohn's performance is that he uh, he spread the ball, uh, to mm-hmm. say the least. You know, I think uh, uh, let me see, let me just count quick: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He hit eight different receivers, receivers not including Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah, on Friday, and he had a seventy-three percent completion rating, yeah. which is insanely good. Which is great, um, and. It was fairly evenly spread. Kendrick Pryor got four receptions. Um, uh, Jake Ferguson got three. Danny Davis got two. Garrett Groshek got two. Danny Davis. That's Danny Davis, our guy. Our friend Ryan goes to UW-Madison, and he had a class with Danny Davis, and he always yeah. talked about how he would be crazy in there. So shout out to Danny Davis. Danny Davis. Um, yeah, so it's uh, – oh, Cephas is back too, I think. I think he had three yeah. receptions. Uh, mm-hmm. So – I mean, the Badgers are looking solid. Uh, I believe next week they play Central Michigan. That'll um, be a good game. It's going to be – I mean, it's another one of those games. It's a smaller school. It's going to mm-hmm. um, – it's going to like it's just out of conference game, and then the real season begins. I th- believe we open our home uh, – I believe we open the conference season at home again against Michigan. Just gonna mm-hmm. be, That'll be a great it's gonna game. Be, it's going to be a great game. I might try to – snag some tickets get up there myself mm-hmm. um it's i'm excited for it i'm excited for wisconsin football i'm excited just for football and um, in general in general you know? yeah did you see the end of the auburn game game winning touchdown i mean just seeing that just made me excited uh-huh. for football that yeah. was great bone nixon uh-huh. the quarterback for that team that was awesome i just yeah i just love having football back i just like get depressed when it's not here so yeah i mean i I would have liked to see uh, Oregon win that game. Just, 
Marcus Mariota, <laughs> my guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you can't, you can't have them all, you know. I'd rather. Their quarterbacks the... in the running for Heisman, one of the Heisman fulls this year. I can't uh, remember his name exactly, but I know he's in the running. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so Badger football, let's get it. Badger football, all right. Uh, let's hit up the uh... Green Bay Packers. I'll let you take this one away. You take. <laughs> Um, so the Packers just got their 53-man roster set. Preseason's over, opening up their season against the Chicago Bears for the 100th season of the NFL. I'm so jacked for it. Um, so let's talk about the 53-man roster quick, right? All right? Sounds good. Let's talk about the main thing that people were looking at for this roster was the, the quarterback battle behind Aaron Rodgers. Okay? My favorite. <laughs> um, so... The quarterback battle was between undrafted Tim Boyle, baby, out of Eastern Kentucky. Okay, that's our boy. It's he's my been my guy. I he's love been, Tim Boyle. He's been fighting for the backup spot for a few years now. He had 356 yards and six touchdowns and zero picks. What can I read? Zero interceptions. Did you hear that, Deshaun? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was only sacked three times. I mean, when you, I was watching the games. He had good pocket awareness. He was slipping through tackles. Um, he played very well. He played very, very well. And he had the highest quarterback rating out of any quarterback in the preseason, which is crazy, to be honest. He's got right? such a beautiful – like his, his arm motion, the, the release of the ball, seeing the mm-hmm. spiral on it, it's tight, yeah. it's pure. I fell in love with that man the day <laughs> I saw him throw the ball. I know, dude. He just has he, he played so well. Um, Deshaun Kaiser. Don't I? Mm-hmm, I don't like Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> cut. Um, cut. See you yeah. later. Yeah, Tim Boyle won the battle, um, which I love. Deshaun Kaiser was actually today got picked up by the Raiders off waivers. Which good luck. Have fun with John Gruden. Yeah. Have fun um, competing with Nate Peterman. <laughs> That's true. Oh God, man. Um. Deshaun Kaiser, I when we traded Demarius Randall for him, obviously we had Demarius Randall had issues with the locker room. That's fine if you want to trade away the bad eggs. I completely understand that. But Rye, why why did we trade for Deshaun Kaiser, a quarterback who is let me reiterate, went 0 for 16. One more time, went 0 for 16 in an entire season as a starting quarterback. Why? I just I never I didn't understand that. We could have traded for anyone. We could have traded for a seventh-round pick, and I wouldn't have cared. I would not have cared. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just so blown away by that, and I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe it was just a bad team. He just needs to, you know, get into a new system. He'll have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best to ever play, playing in front of him. He'll learn from him. He'll be fine. That wasn't the case, okay? Training camp. Apparently, he played well in training camp, but training camp's one thing, game's a second thing. Um, so, I didn't think he played well in the preseason. I think he only threw maybe two touchdowns. He threw, like, three picks. Um, Tim Boyle obviously outplayed him, and if they just if they didn't give Tim Boyle the quarterback job, I would have, oh my god, I would have been so upset. But Tim Boyle's our backup. Um, Manny Wilkins was actually signed to the practice squad today. He was our third string in preseason. He hurdled a man. Did you see that, Ry? Oh, Yeah. He hurdled him, yeah, man. He's a beast. I know. He looks like a wide receiver playing quarterback. Um, but no, I like I like that we kept Manny Wilkins. I think he's got some potential. He's I I don't even know what year he's in the league. I don't know what year this is. Um, but I'm glad we kept him. 
on the practice squad. Um, but here's I'll just go I'll go quick through each of the positions who's on the roster and who got released slash practice squad. Um, so I'll just go really quick. I'll do like a quick explanation for each of them. So obviously quarterback Aaron Rodgers, Tim Boyle, release was Deshaun Kaiser, practice squad is Manny Wilkins. Running backs, we got Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and Dexter Williams. This was an interesting one, too, because they released Trey Carson, and a lot of people thought Trey Carson was going to take the third position, but I knew Dexter Williams would take it because I think he's just more shiftier than Trey Carson. He can get out of tackles more. So I do like that. We have a fullback this year, Danny Vitale, my boy, catching wheel routes. I love it. All right. I love the fullback. I love Danny Vitale. Apparently, he's been used a lot in training camp, um, and I'm excited to see what we do with him this season. And we released Tommy Bohannon. He was the former Jaguars fullback. Um, And then we waived um, slash injured Malcolm Johnson. So he was on the injured reserve, and I just think we waived him. Wide receivers. This was also going to be an interesting one because a lot of um, analysts are saying, oh, Packers wide receivers aren't good. Yeah, shut your face. Okay, we have Devontae Adams, God. Marcus Valdez-Scantling, future God. Geronimo Allison, gonna be a God. And then we got Trevor Davis, you know, he's alright. And then we got Jake Kumaro. That's my boy. Come on. Jake Coom. <laughs> you dub dub. And then if you guys go back in episode 5, I told you a sleeper signing for the Packers was Darius Shepard. Take it back, look it back. Darius Shepard made the roster. He had over 100 yards receiving in the preseason, and he had two touchdowns. He was balling out. He's a faster Randall Cobb. He's going to be a really good fit for this offense. I'm telling you, he's going to shine this year. I can just see him having like 400 yards and like four touchdowns this year. Something something low, but he's just going to have like those little touches in the game, and I'm really excited for what he can do. And then released, we released T.O. Reddian, Malik Taylor. Malik Taylor got signed to the practice squad I saw. We released Jamon Moore. Thank God we released Jamon Moore. He couldn't catch a ball to save his life. I'm so glad he's gone. And then Alan Lazard. I really liked Alan Lazard in the preseason. A lot of people thought he was going to make the roster, but we released him. But he just, I saw today he signed to the practice squad, so I do like that. And then on injured reserve, we have Equinemius St. Brown. Um, but since the season hasn't started um, and he's on injured reserve, he won't play at all this year. So... Not really a big blow. I'm not a big fan of him either, but I guess we'll just have to see what happens. And then tight ends, we got Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanyan, who I think is going to have a breakout season. I think he's going to have, I don't know, I'm not going to predict yards for him. I just have to see how he's used because Jimmy Graham might have a big year too, depending on the new offense. But Robert Tanyan is definitely someone to look at. And then we have the rookie Jay Sternberger. And then we release, I don't even know who these people are, to be quite honest, like Delaney Walker said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to call these guys' names. <laughs> Why learn them if I'm dig four weeks? They're going to be gone. Why learn their names? <laughs> um, but no, they released Pharaoh McEver and Evan Bayless. He was also signed to the practice squad today, um, so that was good because he had a he had a pretty good preseason. To be honest, he had caught a few passes that were pretty impressive. Um, offensive lineman. This was actually, I think, the most released. I think we had. Five releases for the offensive linemen because we had a lot of like decent offensive linemen. So we got old reliable Brian Balaga. We got the goat David Bakhtiari, uh, Lane Taylor. Lane, a lot of the suspicion was thought that he was going to get released or traded, which I'm glad he didn't because he's solid. We got our free agent signing Billy Turner, Corey Lindsley, and then our rookie Elton Jenkins. I'm excited for him. He's been playing well. Then we got Lucas Patrick, Alex Light, and then Cole Madison. And then we traded Justin McCray. I was 
honestly shocked by that because he can he literally like whenever somebody got injured he'd play their position on the line like he could play any position um so that was shocking to me and then we released anthony coyle gerard de beer i just wanted him because his last name was de beer um and then dejon allen we signed for a day and released the next day that was just stupid um so yeah that was that and then we get to the defensive linemen. No really big changes here. Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, Montrevious Adams, Tyler Lancaster, Kingsley Kiki played well, um, and then Fatal Brown. And then we released Deion Simon, James Looney, and Olive Sagapolu. He's a Badger. I don't I don't know if that's his last name correctly, but I know he's a Badger. Um, outside linebackers, we got Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, Kyler Fackrell, and Rashawn Gary. Uh, we released James Folston. We released Randy Ramsey. He had a good preseason. He's on the practice squad. I saw today they signed him, so that was good to see. And then we released Marcus Jones. And we tra- oh yeah, we traded Reggie Gilbert. Reggie, we traded Reggie Gilbert to the Titans, Riley's team. Um, that that was that was I just for say, a seventh round pick. Yeah, and I I think the Titans got a good player. I think Reggie Gilbert's got a high motor. We needed um, the depth. Yeah, so I think that he's a good good like third fourth string linebacker um but yeah and then we i think we put a player on unable to perform greg roberts yep um i don't know who that is to be quite honest <laughs> so then inside linebackers we have blake martinez oren burks oren burks's injury doesn't have to have surgery he had like a pectoral injury but he doesn't have to have surgery now and he should be able to play and for the first week so that'll be good james crawford who was flying around my boy ty summers Pick 74-yard pick six or something crazy like that in the final preseason. That's my freaking boy. Ty Summers, uh, I just want to say we were talking about, Dom and I were uh, brainstorming, literally watching the game together, FaceTiming, discussing who we could potentially invite on the podcast and who we could... uh, who who we could actually engage with on this podcast. And Dom and I literally said, ah, oh, Ty Summers is a good pick. Maybe we should get him going. Less than two minutes later, <laughs> that 80-yard pick six or whatever it was, we're sitting there and we're just screaming, screaming yeah, and realizing that I because of that, we Summers. will never be able to get you on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ty Summers had a very good preseason. He led the league. He led the NFL in tackles. I think he had over 30 in the preseason of four games. That's very, that's over seven tackles a game, almost eight. Um, so that's very, very impressive. And he's a seventh round pick. So I'm very impressed with him. Played very well. We only released one linebacker, Brady Sheldon. So I'm not too worried about that. So I love Ty Summers. If you're hearing this, love to have you on the podcast. I love you. Kisses. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the cornerbacks, so we got Jair Alexander, Kevin King. Kevin King had a pretty good training camp, so I'll give him another year. But if he sucks this season, I swear to God, if we keep him, that's all I'm going to say. Kevin King, you're on your last draw for me. Um, and it's not that he's a bad player. It's just he's always injured, and we can't keep injured players because it's it's just not worth it, in my opinion. That's the thing with Mike Daniels, right? Like We couldn't keep him because uh-huh. he's just always injured. Um, and he's on the he's on the Lions now, so have have fun over there. Yeah. Um, Kevin King, and then we got Tremont Williams, Josh Jackson, who I'm really excited for this season. Tony Brown had a good training camp, and then our sixth round pick, I believe, Kadar Holman. He had a very good preseason, and then Chandon Sullivan also had a good preseason. And then we released, I think, f- we released four um, 
cornerbacks, Nidare, I'm going to butcher, oh my god, I'm not even going to try to say these names, It's I'm going to butcher them. Moving on to the safeties, um, we got Adrian Amos, Darnell Savage, breaking thing for Darnell Savage, he changed his number to 21, so 21 Savage, haha, uh-huh, get it, uh, the rapper, okay, no, okay, um, uh, and then we have Raven Green, and then we have Will Redman, um, we had some depth at safety. Raven Green was a starter for us last season for some games in the end. Um, I think he's got good potential. Will Redmond, I didn't see too much of this preseason because I was more focused on the offense than Tim Boyle. Um, but I'm excited to see what he has. And then we released Trey Matthews and Detrell Jamerson. And then we put on Unable to Perform, Ibrahim Campbell. Um, he played with us a few games last year, and I think he can help out when he's healthy. Special teams. <sighs> Mason Crossbar is our kicker. Then we got our punter, J.K. Scott, and then our long snapper, Hunter Bradley. I really thought Sam Ficken put up a fight against Mason Crosby. I don't think he missed a field goal throughout the whole preseason or a PAT, and Mason Crosby, I think, missed like a field goal and a PAT. I really wanted to see Sam Ficken take his spot because I just think that'd be hilarious. Um, I'm still giving hope for Mason Crosby. Um, hopefully as a bounce back season because we, we're going to need that from him. Um, and Sam Ficken's going to probably be picked up by a team. He's probably already picked up by a team because he's a good kicker. Um, but yeah, that's the Packers 50, 53 man? 52? 53? 53, yeah. 53. 53 man roster. As of now, um, we could see a few more changes before the Thursday night game, obviously. But for right now, I'm liking our team, Ry. I really yeah. do. What about yourself? Do you like it or? I'm liking it. I'm getting excited. I've been. I'm, my one speculation here is on the defensive side of the ball. If things are going to come together quickly, or if it's going to take I, another I, few weeks. I've been reading some things that people are thinking that nah, maybe this Packers team could be a top five defense. Um, yeah, Rex Ryan said that actually. Yeah. Um, and you know, if that's if that's the case, all if this offense is clicking, like I think it will quickly. Under mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur, um, I'm excited. I mean, this opening game against the Bears, uh, we just need to, as fans, remember that we need to relax and mm-hmm. you know run the table applies to a individual game as well as we learned yeah. last year against the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. <laughs> yes. Yeah. First just... half of tears, second half of just Aaron Rodgers. you know it's amazing what that man can do and uh i just Mm -hmm. don't want to like go on my twitter feed and just see a bunch of overreactions i know Uh, i'm just waiting i'm waiting for i don't like i think when we did our predictions i said the packers are probably going to lose this game obviously i don't want them to lose um but i think they they're probably going to lose this game and a lot of and and then i oh god i can't wait to hear what freaking colin cowherd's gonna say like oh aaron Rodgers washed up shut your face okay He's not, um, but hopefully, hopefully they can come out here and play well. I want to do a new segment, quick, Ryan. Okay, it's called Game Changer. All mm-hmm. right, so it's where each of us are going to pick a player, or you can even pick like a side of the team. So you can either pick like the offense, defense, special teams, whatever. We pick a player slash side of the ball, um, and that's who we th- that's who we're gonna we're gonna say a little bit, and that's who we think is gonna be like the game changer for that game. Okay, so I'm going to have you go first. No, you go first. You want me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say my game changer is probably going to be the defense. Um, and I say that because 
if our like our defense is good on paper, we signed a bunch of free agents: Darius Smith, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, yada yada yada. Um, I think that if our defense can come together and play well to start off the game, and f- and if they finish the game, everything else is going to come into place. We know Aaron Rodgers can score the ball. We have good receivers. We have Aaron Jones, who's a stud running back. That's going to take care of itself. But our defense is good. We had we just drafted Darnell Savage. Rashawn Gary, we have a good pass rush, hopefully. Um, so I think if the defense can take over the game and just shut down Mitchell Trubisky, Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, all those guys, we won't have any issues. That's my take. That's my game changer is the defense. My game changer? Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur? All right. I'd he like hasn't won me why. over yet. He hasn't won me over. I'm not a fan of him. Still Mm-hmm. I don't believe in his offense. I don't believe in his play calling. <laughs> and I pray to God that he's not going to butt heads with Aaron Rodgers. I agree. Too many times have I seen this preseason in the worst fashion ever. Mm-hmm. Second and nine, second and 11, second and 12, second and seven. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. He runs the ball up the middle and they just get stuffed. I agree. Just get stuffed. I watched it all last season with the Titans. Watched it second and 15, and you're running the ball up the middle only to get mm-hmm. maybe a yard. And with that, kind of, there's plenty more that's wrong with Matt LaFleur that I don't like. And I'm hoping that he's given Aaron Rodgers some freedom to call some plays himself um, or at least change the play based on what Aaron sees. But I just cannot, I cannot and will not watch a game where it's second and nine. There's three minutes left on the clock, and you're down three. And I mm-hmm. see Matt LaFleur have Jamal, uh, J- um, Aaron Jones lined up lined up at I-formation, some bullshit, <laughs> when you have Aaron Rodgers ready to throw the ball. Like, I pray it's not going to happen. I know Marcus wasn't healthy last year, Marcus Mariota, and there's reasons why they had to do it for the Titans last year, but I saw it this year in the preseason – Mm-hmm. When he's making the calls for the Packers, and I, if I see it again, I'm going to rage on our Twitter. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. Will. <laughs> I don't. I don't doubt you in the slightest. Um, no, I completely agree with that. I think that hopefully in the preseason he was just testing it out, and hopefully he sees that oh we can't do this every single time. It's on second down, um, because obviously he has a better quarterback in Aaron. No offense to Marcus. I know you love Marcus, blah, blah, blah. Um, but no, hopefully hopefully he won't do that as much. It's going to be a learning curve first few weeks, so Packer fans, please just bear with. It's. I know I'm going to get annoyed, and I'm probably going to complain about it, and I'm being a hypocrite, but just bear with. It's a, new, it's a completely new offense, a bunch of new guys. Just bear with us, and we'll all be fine. Or be with me and get ready to crucify this man at the stake the first time he makes that call or, or be with Riley <laughs> or be with Riley. <laughs> so that's all we got this week. I'm, I'm thinking Packers are winning week one. I know Dom didn't pick them. I know he wants them to, we're both mm-hmm. rooting, but I think they're, I think this is going to be a great game. Great way to start the season. Uh, oldest rivalry in NFL history, baby. hundred NFL seasons coming. That's together. crazy. Here we go. That's wild. Yep. So we're, we're going to keep you posted. Um, podcast out every sunday night by eight o'clock is what we're going with um Mm -hmm. uh, unless barring a packers evening game if they're if they play the late if they play the sunday night game then we will be uh postponing and maybe even releasing it on 
uh, Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So, and again, we're both in we're both in college. School just started. Um, Riley's an athlete, so bear with us. We're gonna try our best to keep getting podcasts up each weekly, but hopefully, hopefully, the schedule that we have will be able to do that for you guys. So, yeah, awesome. Uh, well, we're gonna wrap it up. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, keep up with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Bruce City Boys. All at Bruce City Boys. That's all of our tags. Um, we're going to keep it up with uh, breaking news, anything we see out there, opinions, um, Badgers, mm-hmm. Brewers, Bucks, uh, Packers, keeping it I'll all post around. Like, I'll post some like highlights throughout the Packer games and stuff like that. Like if Aaron Rodgers throws like a 50-yard touchdown to someone, I'll post yeah. a video about it, comment on it, stuff like that. So. Our, our DMs are open if you guys are interested, if there's anything you want to hear hear more about from us you want to see more out of our page um yeah we'd love we'd love to hear that if, stuff, if even honest. if you're interested in making a contribution somehow whether it's writing uh our really need up. help we really need help for the brewers yeah so. our brewers coverage is lacking any interest you guys have uh we will gladly take the support and we'll uh we'll talk to you and see what you can do for us here at Bruce city boys um if you haven't yet subscribe to our uh website brewcityboys.com get on that email list keep yep. up to date with all of our um our posts our podcasts our new merch releases well um, we drop articles like i just wrote an article about who you should draft from the packers and fantasy football riley wrote one about jonathan taylor's great game just a bunch of rant like a bunch of random fun articles to read um and they're actually i really enjoy them so if you guys want to read those type of articles then our website's for you guys so uh, all right wrap it up see you guys later